0: Just she could be in my arms today. We are the lonely. All together. All together. We're all alone. We are the lonely. All together. All together. We're all alone.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Plutocracy Report on PRN. I'm Vince Marcanti, and I'm an angry man. Well, how are you all hanging in there, me friends? I mean, this is a tough time for all of us, so stay strong in the body and mind. I mean, it doesn't seem like a pleasant vacation from our tedious work life, is it? I and mean, it's more like self-imprisonment. And it's sad to see how we all have to avoid each other, and we're acting like Anyone could have the virus, and they're going to infect us. Keep away! And, you know, no one will get near anyone, and it's... I mean, it's actually a good idea to a certain extent right now. But it's been tough on me, and the media is being hysterical, and the reporting is childish and disingenuous. Everyone can go to the grocery store, but no, you can't walk on a golf course by yourself. That's dangerous! Coronavirus will get you. It's everywhere. It's in the bushes here. Look out! I mean, I hate this. I'm somewhat of a solitary person, but I can imagine what it's like for gregarious people. <laughs> or Joe Biden! You know, who can't grab and sniff women and children anymore? <laughs> Maybe this is all a hoax. Just so he can't get caught doing it again while he runs for head sock puppet of America. Now that, that's it. Conspiracy solved. <laughs> But if you feel trapped and self-imprisoned and angry like me, think about people fighting for their lives, or anyone who has it so much worse than we do right now. Well, that's how I cope with the anger. Me friends, hang in there. Let's get through this together. We, the free thinkers, are all needed more than ever to challenge the dark forces that rule over us all. We are under terrible circumstances right now. And our government, media, and health system sucks, as well as every other social aspect of our society in this plutocracy. And bailing out the rich is first priority of our usurped government. I mean, what does that say about these people who rule us and the masses that accept it? It says money trumps humanity. Deal with it. The economy is all that matters. And we can't make a new one. So don't even think about it. Nothing is as it seems. There are converging nefarious agendas being put in motion. None of it is conspiratorial. It's happening out in the open. I'll try to get into some of it after this rant I'm about to go on. I feel it gurgling up. (laughs) But I will also talk about the virus and its possible origin, you know, that they don't want us to consider. And that'll be in the second half. But the agenda is easy to see. They want to further consolidate their control and secure and expand this level of obscene inequality and control indefinitely. The only challenge they could foresee is as the plutonomy house of cards was soon due to collapse. During the Depression, sheepies might begin to lose faith in their puppet government and uprising would have been possible. So they needed a crisis. To take the blame, this planned pandemic is a brilliant scheme to keep us in servitude and trusting the economic predator-class plutocrats and their puppet minions as we go forth into uncharted territory. Now, this does not mean the virus is fake. That's ridiculous. It's out there. It's bad. And it's deadly. And it could get much worse. But they don't care one bit about our lives. In fact, they are in favor of depopulation of the middle and peon class and total elimination of the homeless. You know, the homeless don't help the plutocrats at all because they don't have credit cards. To be a rich, greedy plutocrat, you have to be a deranged sociopath. So it's not hard to assume they don't have any sympathy for normies like us. We are just statistics to them. We're human commodities. There are some things we can say for certain. Shortly before this all happened, the response to the pandemic was planned by plutocrats and unelected bureaucrats. Not like that matters, anyways, because everyone in high government supports the Pluty agenda. They love it, including the ones that are elected, you know. I mean, people actually voted for Nancy Pelosi and McConnell and Trump and Biden. What, what does that mean? It means people like the way things are, I guess. There is no difference between the two pathetic parties in business, war, in economics. This is obvious and verifiable, and we still play along. Now, there was something called Event 201, which I kind of dismissed a few shows ago because the conspiracy freaks were all going nuts over it. The Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security in partnership with the World Economic Forum and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation hosted event 201, a high-level pandemic exercise, on October 18, 2019 in New York. The exercise illustrated areas where public-private partnerships will be necessary during the response to the severe pandemic pandemic in order to diminish large-scale economic and societal consequences. Yeah, let these freaking morons talk about it. I mean, this occurred just weeks before the outbreak started. So I felt obligated to y'all to listen to what they made public, at least. And I tell you, it was excruciatingly boring, but it was also sometimes frightening and enraging. And these people are so stupid. They sound like freaking morons. I don't feel it necessary to spend the whole show on what these pathetic, plastic people discussed. But they speak of us, the general public, like we're dumb children that must be brought under control of the authoritarian government and never let us question anything they say or do because they can never be wrong and they would never lie. What concerned me was their discussion of the need that Plutocrat propaganda must not be questioned. It can't be allowed. I mean, they, they call polluty propaganda news stories favorable to governments. <laughs> and how they need to restrict misinformation on social media. I mean, let's face it, there is a lot of made-up comic book crap out there. But they will lump that BS in with anyone who questions the governmental narrative. And facts that prove it wrong. But I will say, I'm sick of the people still talking about the coming commie New World Order. Come on, dudes. Through the monetary plutonomy system, they rule the world already. If you're still waiting for the coming New World Order to take over, you freaking missed it, dudes. It wasn't about liberals trying to take over the world through the global warming hoax or conservatives wanting a fascist police state the plutocrats have no party affiliation the two-party system is a blame game distraction from the plutocracy cancer that rules over us deflecting blame and presenting distraction is an essential tactic for a shadow government to remain in control so quit saying the new world order is going to take over what they already did a century ago The agenda simply continues and expands throughout the decades. And it's not a secret or a conspiracy. We all know what the obscenely rich, insane, powerful people want. More power and more money! What's going on right now is just them expanding their power and dominance into the new decade. It comes at a time when their plutonomy system has reached the inevitable end the everything bubble was soon to pop and the living standards of the subjugated masses would drop. A depression was always the accepted outcome of short-term profit and looting and debasing of our nation's currency that we allowed. They held off a collapse for 12 years by introducing a system no longer tied to any tangible value, unlimited debt and fiat digital dough for them to feast on while the nation as a whole was denied social and constructual progress. And no one revolted, no protests. We kept voting for the same idiots. We fight over the scraps while they use the concept of unlimited debt and fiat money creation just to keep their plutonomy on life support. Now we can use this concept of fiat money to make life better for all. We can create a new economy that values beneficial and sustainable things to our citizens and communities. We can do that if we demand it. When the market crashes, the plutocrats have to work to appease the people while obtaining more control and monopolizing more sectors of industry as the people suffer through hard times. Well, this is going to be a big one. And there was no doubt it was coming, even if a virus didn't invade us. The coming crash is going to be a huge wake up to reality moment for the masses. And it requires a big plutocrat plan to keep the people's faith in their usurped government while they screw us over again and expand their control. This time, they want total control of our lives. If the crash occurred naturally and slowly, there is more likelihood that people would start to wake up and demand better representation in their government or perhaps even a revolution because we would know the plutonomy system of massive inequality and terror is the problem and we need to end it and systemically change things now. Well, that was my dream! And they outsmarted us again, always one step ahead of us. This plutocrat planned pandemic is so perfect to deflect blame from their repulsive leadership to the virus. Instead of revolting, we will trust them to get through this crisis and they will show us some phony benevolence by distributing some of the funny money to the working class. You know, as little as possible to appease the sheepies. Trillions for corporate bailouts and mere billions for the non-wealthy humans. This massive act of socialism around the world will be unprecedented. Now, it happened here once before, back in the year 2000, where Georgie Boy Bush gave us 600 bucks to help the struggling economy. And, you know, people were like, Oh, cool! I mean, this guy's a Republican conservative dummy, but I love how socialist he is. And then 9-11 hit and the plutocrats' government expanded their power in a huge way, and their maniacal foreign and domestic agenda was now totally unopposed. Then the 2008 crash happened, and they expanded power in an unbelievable way. They changed everything we thought we knew about economics. Massive corporate socialism for the 1% and cruel capitalism and debt servitude For the working class. Thanks, Obama. You were the greatest president ever. Now the next big event is here, and they're trying to expand their control to include every aspect of our lives. This is bigger than all previous power grabs combined. 1929, 9-11, and 1984 all rolled into one. From 5G mass surveillance death waves to globalized paperless digital currency microchipping to tracking your every move, social credit rating, continued environmental degradation, and of course, eternal economic inequality locked in until we die. They will present their total takeover as benevolent solutions to problems no one could be blamed for. A virus just naturally occurred. No one could have predicted that. It wasn't us. It was the virus. Come on, we didn't do it. The warriors did it. Trust us to get through this. Hey, we'll give you free money. I'm sorry, I don't believe this was an accident. It's too freaking convenient for them. These people care nothing about us or any life on Earth. Everything is just a big game of monopoly to them. In fact, they're all in favor of depopulating all of us. That scumbag megalomaniac Bill Gates says this crap all the time. He wants us to have a vaccine tracking device so people who didn't get the toxic jabs can't travel, and maybe they'll be locked up. People are dying prematurely from this, but I don't think any plutocrats will die from AQUO the COVID virus. Think about it. It's freaking horribly brilliant. Even if you think I'm nuts and this was a natural outbreak, they are still using it for their benefit anyways, just as I described. No one knows how many people will die prematurely to complications, but I know they don't give a god darn. This was either the most perfectly timed natural coincidence for them, or this was planned and the insistence of the american pluty puppets calling it the chinese virus makes me feel more certain it was purposely released blame and deflection is a key tactic for power structures and psychological operations every government will use this to their advantage but ours is the most powerful and maniacal and greedy some might say You're nuts, Vince. Why would they want a virus to crash the economy? That's ridiculous, dude. Now, listen, as I said, it was going to crash anyways. And it would have crashed slowly over the next year. And it would be harder for them to once again use trillions of new funny money to bail it out. The people might actually oppose that at some point. But now they are able to inject so much funny money. The markets are rising at record rates, while the news has never been worse. Do you understand? We hit a record weekly gain last week as lockdowns were extended and everything got worse. And unemployment claims skyrocketed and broke new records. Think about that. The largest gains during the worst news ever. The people haven't gotten a dime yet. But they're all fine with unlimited and immediate corporate bailouts because it was all the virus's fault. Come on, let them do whatever they want. This is the best thing that could have ever happened for the power structure, and that is a fact. Their system was doomed. It was slowly deteriorating and would have collapsed. Now, how it all began is still open for debate. But my point cannot be denied. Just watch what comes from this if we don't revolt. It's frightening. For 12 years, they told us there is no magic money tree, and we can't afford social necessities like universal health care and fixing essential infrastructure and bringing clean water to Flint and helping the poor. No, 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 we're too broke for that. Listen to this. In the US, President Trump has signed the largest ever financial stimulus package worth 2 trillion, 2.2 $2 trillion they should say, which includes plans to send checks of 1200 bucks to every American earning less than 75,000 per year. Such measures would have seemed unthinkable only a few weeks ago. Yeah. That's because they don't bail out the middle class. That's communist socialism. We only bail out the too-big-to-fail-rich. And it's more like $6 trillion being conjured up, not two point two. So how can they keep us in the dark about unlimited fiat funny money anymore? How can they do it? How do people think we will pay for this? Tax hikes are not on anyone's agenda. Doing so at a time when household and businesses are already struggling would only make things worse. This leaves only two other options, Borrow, bor- <laughs> borrowing money from financial markets and printing new money. It's clear that most governments intend to pay for their new commitments through a combination of both. National treasuries have already started issuing large quantities of government bonds most of which will be purchased by financial institutions. Crucially, though, central banks have announced plans to purchase some of these bonds on the secondary market using newly created electronic money. This practice is not new. It has been happening since the financial crisis through a process called quantitative easing. But we are now about to witness QE being unleashed on an unprecedented scale. It's all unprecedented, idiots. Sorry. In the U.S., the Federal Reserve has pledged to buy potentially unlimited amounts of government debt. Unlike in 2008, some governments are also openly talking about cutting out the middlemen in financial institutions who intermediate and profit from this process. Oh, no, don't cut them out. Let them profit from this. This means that we could see central banks purchasing government bonds directly from national treasuries, (gasps) also known as the primary market, or allowing governments to run up large overdrafts at their account at the central bank. Both would amount to direct monetary financing of government spending. (gasps) something that has long been taboo in the economics profession. <laughs> Given the sudden abundance of money, the obvious question is, why did we have to put up with a decade of austerity? <laughs> I wonder why. It doesn't matter, sheepies. Vote, vote, vote. The truth is, we didn't need to put up with austerity. Austerity was always a political choice that was fueled by plutocratic ideology and bad economics, trillions to corporations, and as little as possible to the sheepies. We the sheepies! You know, so we don't get lazy and think we deserve more or get used to socialism. Treasury Secretary Steven Neuston on Sunday said that he expects Americans to be able to survive for two and a half months on just 1200 bucks. Which is about 17 bucks per day. Yeah, you could pay your bills on that, right, Steve? I think the entire package provides economic relief overall for about 10 weeks. Mnuchin explained. chin. Hopefully we will kill this virus quicker and we won't even need it. But we have the liquidity to put it into American economy to support American workers and American businesses. Yeah. So at that point, he hoped we wouldn't even have to get anything because giving the lowly peons free money will make them lazy and they'll think socialism is good. The enormity of this bailout is being underreported. The other $425 billion helps capitalize a $4.25 trillion leveraged lending facility at the Federal Reserve. So it's not a 2 trillion dollar bill. It's closer to 6 trillion and 4.3 trillion of it comes in the form of a bazooka aimed at CEOs and shareholders with almost no conditions attached. And it's not a bailout for the coronavirus. It's a bailout for 12 years of corporate irresponsibility that made these companies so fragile that a few weeks of disruption would destroy them. This is a brazen act by both political party plutocrat puppets to use trillions of dollars in taxpayer money to bail out and further enrich corporations while tossing mere crumbs to the most vulnerable sheepies that are going along with everything. Let's see. If we get anything, I don't know. We haven't gotten a damn thing yet. Let's see if we actually get these checks. But we can be sure the 1% will get everything they want. Here is a not-so-surprising headline. The sociopathic demon-rat bastard Jeff Bezos sold $3.4 billion of Amazon stocks before the COVID-19 collapse. As trillions of dollars were wiped off the stock market, some of the world's richest got lucky. <laughs> yeah, that's all it was. They just got lucky. I mean, they didn't know what was coming. He just guessed at it. There's no insider information. And check this out: to display the social benevolence in local governments. Listen to this. Oh, this makes me sick. In Las Vegas. The Catholic Charities Homeless Shelter has long served as a faculty for people in need of accommodations. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, they helped for so long because the problem will never be solved. But after one homeless man who used the facility tested positive for the coronavirus last week, the shelter was forced to close. Yeah, they can't just disinfect and reopen it. They had to close it leaving 500 homeless people scrambling for a new place to stay. Even Courtyard Homeless Rescue Center, a nearby open-air facility, (laughs) was unable to take in more people as it was almost at capacity. So City of Las Vegas and Clark County Nevada officials decided to create a makeshift homeless shelter. Oh, how benevolent, you wonderful people. In the parking lot of Cashman Center. Over the weekend, the parking lot of the center, which is normally a convention and baseball stadium complex, was transformed into a sleeping space with the help from volunteers. Oh, my God. How kind, huh? You official assholes are so smart and benevolent. I'm looking at a picture here that shows human beings sleeping on the concrete. Between the yellow parking lines in a freaking parking lot. They're sleeping on nothing but a thin blanket. Can you sleep on the concrete in a freaking parking lot? Can you do that? Maybe in the grass I've slept before, but on the freaking concrete? This is America. This is the true America, my friends. Nothing matters but upward money flow. And if you ain't got the dough, your life has no value or meaning. In polluted America, Don't look for solution-based help because no one cares in government. All they care about is money flow. And you know what? Most sheepies who are struggling to keep a roof over their head, they don't care about you either. Someone wrote this on Twitter that I wanted to tell you. Las Vegas is putting homeless people in parking lots while the city's hotels are completely empty. For some reason... This photo sums up everything that is wrong with this country and its response to the COVID-19 crisis. Why can't they let them sleep in empty hotels in a nice soft bed? Well, because giving people free things is voodoo! Here is another aspect of our callous, capitalistic plutocracy. Cancer patient Danny Askeny didn't have insurance when she first entered the emergency room with flu-like symptoms. Three ER visits later, she was left with a coronavirus diagnosis and a $35,000 bill. Another young American was refused treatment because he had no insurance and died on the way to the poor man's hospital. If you don't ignore these horrible things going on in this horrible, callous society, you could get sad. It could really could get you sad. <clears throat> So are the plutocrat puppets thinking about changing the system now that the Democrat cheapies refused Bernie Sanders for being too honest and wanting to help the middle class? You know, the the Republicans will never be in favor of helping non-wealthy people. So let's see what the other side is saying that refused Bernie Sanders. They wanted Joe Biden, so let's see what's going on with him. Joe Biden said Monday that he was not reconsidering... I'm sorry. Let me get my energy back. I just... I don't know. Something came over me here. (sighs) Okay. All right. One more try. Sorry. Sorry, my friends. I just got overwhelmed with some sadness, and I'm better now. Okay, here we go. Joe Biden said Monday that he was not reconsidering his opposition to single-payer health care despite the strain that the coronavirus pandemic has put on the existing healthcare system. Single-payer will not solve that at all. The thing that is needed, for example, we have a whole number of hospitals that are being stretched, including rural hospitals. They're going to need more financing. That doesn't come from single-payer system. That comes from the federal government stepping up and dealing with concerns they have. The reimbursement that they're going to get. How are they going to be able to move forward? Jesus Christ. Nice nonsensical answer, asshole. Because the people who can't afford the for-profit system never freaking mattered to you, you piece of crap. The insurance CEOs are what's important to you. And that lying, slimy rat boy, Barack Obama, who let the plutocrats write the Unaffordable Care Act that you freaking love so much, you scumbag this pathetic piece of crap is the guy the dummy crats choose. I mean, listen to him right now. Listen to how he talks.
0: And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn that that, that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again they look at it so i learned about roaches i learned about kids jumping on my lap and i love kids jumping on my lap
1: i bet you do joe what a demented old fool fall in line sheepies it's blue no matter who you freaking morons don't you dare think about voting in a sham election you sheepies don't vote people organize All right, well, after the musical therapy segment that I'm about to do now, I'll get into this planned pandemic and give some information that is being called dangerous conspiracy and misinformation and getting censored on social media in the same way vaccine safety and efficacy information is being censored. And me as well. I got blocked from Facebook for a week again. They want to shut me up, and I'm just a little nobody that hardly anyone listens to. I don't know why. Spread the word, people. Anyways, I I want to say something about senior citizens in our society. I mean, the virus is most deadly to them, and some young people don't care too much about that. Well, I mean, let's face it. The old people never did anything to end plutocracy when they were younger, and they voted for con men puppets That made life worse for all of us. So I can understand some animosity. But that is a crime that we are all guilty of. We have mostly all been complacent to plutocracy. And if you young punks went through what the older generations did, you know, most of you would have done the same thing. Unless you're free-minded thinkers like me. (laughs) I want to live in a society where the old are highly respected and cared for with dignity and pride and treated equally where no scammers try to take advantage of them and no nursing home staff is abusive for the low-income elderly and the people whose jobs are to care for them should be paid well and they should be compassionate people and we should create a compassionate, egalitarian society. Well... John Prine is a singer-songwriter friend of mine. And he's 72 years old now. And he battled cancer twice and survived. And now he has COVID-19. And I really want him to survive. And I want him to get back to singing and performing. So I'm sending my positive heart energy to him. And I hope you all will join me. John, beat this, baby. Get through this. I love you, man listen everybody respect your elders treat them with dignity the dignity that they deserve and when you see them don't just walk by stop and say hello in there
2: It's been years since the kids had grown. A life of their own left us alone. John and Linda live in Omaha. And Joe is somewhere on the road. We lost Davy rain warm And I still don't know what for Don't matter anymore You know that old trees just grow stronger And old rivers grow wilder every day Old people just grow lonesome someone to say hello the back door screen And all the news just repeats itself Like some forgotten dream That we've both seen Someday I'll go and call up Rudy We work together What could I say if he asked what's new? Nothing what's with you, nothing much to do You know that old trees just grow stronger If you're walking down the street sometime, spot some hollow ancient ass. please don't just pass them by and stare, as if you didn't care, say hello in the
1: yeah 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 that was john prine hello in there the song from 1971 so he was still a young man in his 20s writing about old folks and i knew he had a big heart back then because most people in their 20s don't give a flying f about old folks i liked him ever since i heard that song you know even though i'm a rocker i like to rock out more than Folking It Up or Country Music. (laughs) But I like all good songs with good lyrics that speak to me and tell stories. Well, thank you, John. You're a good and a a kind man, and you wrote some wonderful songs throughout your career. You're a great songwriter who expresses real feelings. Please get well soon. Don't leave us, buddy. (sighs) Okay, well, a few shows ago, I asked, a the COVID-19 virus, if he was lab-made or a natural occurrence. And he said, or he, <laughs> he hinted very strongly that he's a bioweapon. And that was two shows ago, so go back and listen to it if you missed it. And don't miss any more. Anyways, I don't know if it was lying to me just to try to scare us. So you know what? Let's ask. Alexa, because the internet doesn't lie. Okay, here we go. Alexa, was the COVID-19 virus from a biolab and released by the government? According to Event 201, the government planned this event, created the virus, and had a simulation of how the countries would react. This simulation occurred October 18, 2019. The government released the virus among the population and has lost control of the outbreak. (laughs) Well, you know what? That's interesting, Alexa. I mean, you're saying it got out of hand and they didn't plan on it getting this bad. Because remember all the callous rat publicans that were reading the script they were told about how the peons need to get back to work as soon as possible because the economy is all that matters. I mean, things I say get proven true. Over and over, and yet some people still say I'm crazy. Well, maybe they didn't anticipate such a widespread event. And some of these sociopaths maybe thought it would be only two weeks in shutdown, and they started freaking out when they heard we might be shut down for months. So Alexa may have a good point there. There are a few things executives and CEOs were saying. And listen to it. They were all on the same messaging. We'll gradually bring those people back and see what happens. Some of them will get sick. Some may even die. I don't know. Who cares? Do you want to suffer more economically or take some risk that you'll get the flu-like symptoms and a flu-like experience? Do you want to take an economic risk or a health risk? You choose. Here's another. The damages of keeping the economy closed, as it is, could be worse than losing a few more people. You're picking the better of two evils. You have to weigh the pros and cons. Money, money, money's all I care about. Here, Lloyd Blankenfiend, a soulless former head of Goldman Sachs, the greedy POS tweeted last weekend that those with a lower risk should return to work. Crushing the economy, jobs, and morale is also a health issue and beyond. So all these scumbags were conveying the same heartless message as the idiot president and Fox News. You know, but they're all on the same page now. They've been reeled in, and they know the money will be created for them without public outrage. So it's a moot point now. They don't care how many peons die. As I said, they are in favor of population reduction and I don't see any plutocrats getting or dying from this virus. And I really doubt any of them will. Now, I found it funny that one of their propagandists on CNN got it. Listen, CNN anchor Chris Cuomo has been diagnosed with COVID-19, the disease caused by the novel coronavirus. <laughs> the noble coronavirus. <laughs> Let me do that again. <laughs> The disease caused by the novel coronavirus. <laughs> All right. It's not a noble coronavirus. It's a novel coronavirus. <laughs> On Tuesday, the network sent out a memo to employees indicating that Cuomo is feeling well and still will anchor his nightly show, Cuomo Primetime from home. Woohoo! What a trooper, huh? Jesus, does anyone else suspect this is a publicity scam? I can almost guarantee it. Of course it is. He's faking it. It's funny that the virus named itself after Anderson Cuomo, you know, A-Quo for short. (laughs) I got to have him back on the show sometime. All we need to do is get some infected droplets in a Petri dish and I can do it. I don't know, a lot of people didn't even listen to that show and it didn't get as many likes, so maybe y'all don't want to hear from Aquo again, whatever. Well, all right, just in case there are a few people out there who still didn't understand my deadpan humor that just occurred now. Well, this was a gag. That was a fake Alexa voice, okay? I would never bring one of those spy devices into my home. Well, you know... Your smartphone is all they need to spy on you anyways. But I'm not going to help them out anymore with another freaking surveillance device. All right, well, enough of that. Let's move on to something very serious. My friends, I regretfully have to inform you that this might be my last show. Because I'm going to move to Belarus, which is a country that borders Russia and is north of Ukraine. Ah oh, man, I'm going to miss all you wonderful Pluto heads. Joanne in Nova Scotia, I'm going to miss you. And Laura and Kelly and Jeff and Butch and Erdly and Natalia and everyone who tunes in. I love you all. But I got to go, baby. I'm going to Belarus. Now, <laughs> I looked into it, and they have some beautiful golf courses, four really nice ones. And, you know, maybe I can get a job. Given lessons to bored middle-aged housewives over there. <laughs> you know, if they'll accept my anti-authoritarian ass into their country. Well, let me explain why I want to go there right freaking now. <laughs> Here's the headline that went straight to my heart. <laughs> President of Belarus said, Coronavirus is wildly exaggerated. The world is going nuts. He keeps his country open as normal and advises drinking vodka. Yeah, man, I respect that. Well, I've been drinking victory gin lately myself in uh martinis. You know, but vodka works too. I can deal with that. Lukashenko. Wait, Luka Lukashenko was asked about the coronavirus, and he said, It is better to die on your feet than live on your knees. Yeah, man. And how? Ironic, supposedly, he's Europe's last dictator, but when the push came to shove, he's the only one in the entire continent refusing to take advantage of the hysteria to crack down on his people's freedoms. How refreshing. A leader who will actually lead and isn't a poodle addicted to kneeling before everything, including a glorified cold. Thanks to President Alexander... Lukashenko, a man who is sometimes referred to as Europe's last dictator, Belarus is the only European country that is still playing soccer. Yeah, well, I don't give a damn about stupid soccer. I just want to play golf, baby. It's the greatest game ever invented. Don't give me crap. It's not a game for lying rats like Donald freaking Trump and other rich pricks who scam people for a living. It's truly meant for men and women of honor who are courteous and never cheat. And now I can't play because the government says coronavirus will get me if I go out on a golf course. Yeah, right. I'll take my chances out in the open air, getting sun and exercise. You're worried I'll catch it out there, huh? Well, fine. Stay the hell away from me. I'm not going to get sick out there golfing. And if I do, I'll fix myself at home. I'll double up on my vitamin C intake. A hospital is the last place I ever want to be other than in jail. You get sick in hospitals. There's bacteria everywhere. And especially during a pandemic, it's the most unsafe place in the world other than jails. (laughs) Sorry. Lukashenko said last week, This civilized world is going nuts. It is absolute stupidity to close borders. No one here is talking about the virus. In the villages, the tractor will heal everyone. The fields heal everyone. To help combat the COVID-19 virus, Luca Shinganko <laughs> has recommended having 40 to 50 grams of vodka daily, frequenting saunas, and doing farm work. Yeah, I can do that, baby! Well, I mean... I'm not going to go to a sauna with some fat old men, but I'll take a sauna with some sexy female Belarusian hotties. Yeah. I'll do that anytime. Hell yeah, I can do that. And I don't mind farm work and drinking vodka martinis. I'm sorry, but farewell, my friends. I'm out of here. Yeah. Hey, what are you laughing at, Vinny Jr.? Dude, you don't even have a passport,
0: and you refuse to get the real ID card.
1: Uh. Yeah, well, you know, maybe I can sneak out of the country. <laughs> Don't stomp on my dreams, boy!
0: <laughs> All
1: right, I guess Vinnie Jr. has a point. Maybe I'll stick around, me friends. I'm sure no one cares. But you know what? It probably gets colder there than in Chicago in the winter anyways, and I'm sick of the freaking cold. And you know what? You need me to lead the revolution! Well, I just want to say... My heart goes out to all the elders that are sick and dying. And everyone who's suffering, I feel their pain. I mean it. I'm very sensitive to these matters. But this government reaction and the way the media is in hysterics about it is simply a script. The news all week is scaring the crap out of the people. And, you know, they're saying it could be, A hundred thousand or three million people who die from this. We don't know. Oh, my God. Look, they're getting football stadiums ready for makeshift hospitals and morgues. There's hundreds of emergency vehicles standing by for the death surge. Oh, my God. We need a million more ventilators and we have no masks. And we need a vaccine fast track. Oh, my God. We all go die soon. They talk to us like frightened children with learning disorders. No matter how bad this gets, the reporting is terrible. If you freak people out and they get sick and panic, they might die. Hysteria doesn't help their immune system. It makes matters worse. Or they say, "Uh, fish medication for aquariums is a cure, and they ignore natural remedies like vitamin C and positive energy and thinking. Just think to yourself, I might get this because it's true. Half of us might get it, but I'll beat it and I will be fine. A 95-year-old woman beat it, and I bet she has a positive attitude and didn't freak out about it. Like I saw some young girl here saying, oh, my God, it was horrible. I almost died. They freaked the hell out of this little girl, you know. Oh, my God, you got the virus. Holy crap, you might die. And she freaked out and it got worse. If you think you're going to die, you're more likely to die. Stay strong in your body and your mind and never panic. Well, you, you know, unless it's a healthy panic to make your adrenaline flow so you can act fast and run away or save a life or whatever the situation calls for. So for that, it's a good thing. But not for medical issues and clear thinking. Stay calm. Stay strong in your mind. Now, I know it's bad for people in New York, and I feel terrible for the sick and dying, of course. You know I'm an empathetic person. But I think they are hyping this up to hysteria levels on purpose. And when things don't get as bad as they predicted, they're just waiting, waiting to say this. You see, the government and the media did such a great job that less people died than expected. Now, never doubt us again. Believe everything we say. That's my prediction, and I hope I'm right so not a lot of people die. Uh, I'm running out of time, and i got so much more to say. Let's see how much I can get out. Now, I want people to know the official story from the U.S. government and its media is usually wrong or misleading and always agenda-driven. If you think some Chinese meathead ate a bat and the pandemic started with him being patient zero, well, that has not been proven. No patient zero has been discovered in any country. Now, I, I'm going to start with mainstream media. This is from Newsweek, March 18th. Iran backs China, calls to investigate U.S. creation and spread of the coronavirus. Iran's Supreme National Security Council secretary, Ali <laughs> <laughs> lashed out on Twitter Wednesday against what he called The typical way in which some U.S. officials have emphasized China and its central Hubei province of Wuhan as a likely place where COVID-19 disease began and have blamed both Beijing and Tehran's governments for failing to stop its spread, argued that this was being done by U.S. officials done in order to evade responsibility themselves. Instead of levelling false accusations against China and Iran, U.S. officials should respond to the international demands regarding its role in creating and spreading the coronavirus and the continuation of crimes against the Iranian people by keeping in place economic sanctions, the senior Iranian leader wrote. Rhetoric echoed, (laughs) echoed that of Chinese foreign minister spokesperson (laughs) the <laughs> I don't know. It's kooky. <laughs> Who allegedly said in a tweet Thursday that it might be a U.S. army who brought the epidemic to Wuhan. God darn it, I gotta cut this short. I'm out of time. Let me get a few things out real quick. Donald Trump has active sought to portray the COVID-19 virus as a foreign disease and has recently adopted the term Chinese virus in his social media messaging. He told reporters Tuesday that he instituted the latest term because he didn't appreciate the fact that China was saying our military gave it to them. All right, I got to skip. I got to skip down because I want you to hear something. Here is the theory that the virus didn't start in China but was merely first diagnosed there. This is what happened in Chinese cyberspace. Wuhan outbreak. China demands an honest accounting. It is now virtually certain that COVID-19 was brought to Wuhan by American troops taking part in the city's world military games last October 18th to 27th. The 300-strong U.S. contingent stayed 300 meters from the Hunan seafood market where China's outbreak began at the Wuhan Oriental Hotel. Five of the U.S. troops developed a fever on October 25th and were taken to an infectious disease hospital for treatment. Wow. Forty-two employees at the Orient Hotel were diagnosed with COVID-19, becoming the first cluster in Wuhan. At the time, only seven people from the market had been thus diagnosed and treated before the hotel staff. All seven had contact with the 42 from the hotel. From this source, the virus spread to the rest of China. The American military game's team trained at the location near Fort Detrick, the military's viral lab that was closed down by the CDC in July for various deficiencies. Now let's look into Fort Detrick over the next week, my friends. See what you can dig up. My email is theplutocracyreport.com if you want to contact me. The big question now is whether the transmission was planned or accidental. Chinese authorities are awaiting an explanation from U.S. authorities. Well, they ain't going to get one. Or our war plutocrats need an enemy anyway, so they don't want to give one. A few days ago. Well, that would have been March 19th. Mike Bambu phoned Yang Chikachi, Chinese State Counselor for Foreign Affairs. Pompeo's counterpart is actually Foreign Minister Wang Yi, and Yang is Wang's boss. (laughs) So Pompeo wanted to talk about something urgently and important. Pompeo wanted the Chinese not to publicize what they had found. Yang's reply? We await your solemn explanation, especially about patient zero. Ah, there's so much. I gotta go, my friends. I'll try to pick this up next time. But I want to say some good news. People are getting smart. They're thinking about general strikes again. Amazon workers went on strike, and renters want to go on strike. My friend Sandy Sanders is calling for a general strike May 1st to demand the plutocrats and their puppets in government step down. That is what we need. All of us behind one demand, not just renters or whole food workers or nurses. All of us. Let's fix everything at once. The whole damn system can be changed and no one has to suffer anymore. Stay healthy and strong. Absorb and radiate love and be ready to take action to take back our government. It's time for cooperative humanity. Thanks for joining me on the Plutocracy Report this week. We're down. But we shall rise soon Cause that's the way the world goes round Until next time Boom bye I
0: know a guy that's got a lot to lose He's a pretty nice fella Kinda confused Got muscles in his head Ain't never been used Thinks he owns half of this town Starts drinking heavy, gets a big red nose. Beats his old lady with a rubber hose. Then he takes her out to dinner, buys her new clothes. That's the way that the world goes round. That's the way that the world goes round. You're up one day, the next you're down. It's a happenin' to water you think you're gonna drown. That's the way that the world goes Sitting in the bathtub, counting my toes When the radiator broke, water all froze I got stuck in the ice without my clothes Naked as the eyes of a clown I was crying ice cubes, hoping I'd croak. When the sun comes through the window, the ice all broke I stood up and laughed, thought it was a joke That's the way